so the the Ghanaian uh, a Ghanaian uh, UN representative um, contingent tries to uh, extra or they manage to extricate him from the situation, uh, but they leave his his briefcase uh, behind. Um, so Is what like happened? The briefcase on like Pulp Fiction. It's got like all his confidential government. It's like the it's like the box the Queen. Gets. How you doing, Patrice? I'm pretty far from fucking okay. <laughs> Fuck, that was so goddamn perfect if you don't use it for the intro for the screen. <laughs> Welcome back to the Trilateral Troika. This is Steve along with the other Steve. Steve. <clears throat> and Ryan. Bro, listen. Steel Reserves 211 is the real silver bullet. Fuck cores. Oh, I thought you hadn't, like, insure today, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the afternoon, you know? You gotta get your... I should have... Uh, I, I could have taken one from the hospital, but... Uh, <laughs> nah. Bro, after working in the... Uh, I had to... When I used to work in the hospital, it's not as medical. I was an outside contractor. And uh, I had to install um, temperature monitoring and humidity monitoring in the breast milk refrigerators. Right. And I never want to see breast milk again in the rest of my life. It fucking stinks. I, I can't. Ugh. Oh, I've heard. It smells like sour cereal. Sweet. I've heard allegedly it's sweet. I bet it is. Um, I definitely didn't try it. This wasn't like when I had church wine. I wasn't tempted to tap into the breast milk. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't open one of the. You know, it's funny about it. It's like true story is they store breast milk in those juice barrels that we used to have when we were kids. No, I'm just kidding. They don't do that. <laughs> the, the little the little chugs. With the, it's uh, called barrel the tin breast. Foil, the tinfoil covers on them. Bro, yeah, we call them booby barrels. The tinfoil, yeah. and it would rip. Oh, yeah, and you, you get like the quarter rip. And, you know, actually I found that if you got that corner rip, you got like a little drinkable like like hole there. So you can just kind of... Yeah, but see, then you got to pop a hole at the top so you can relieve the air pressure so it actually flows out instead of just kind of dribbling out. Now, let me ask you this about the barrels. Did you ever open one and then just, like, one hand squeeze the entire contents straight into your gullet? Without question. Oh, so good. Especially the um, the blue. That was big blue. Oh, blue, guy. yes. Right. Blue and red were the, were, were the goats. Also, the same thing with freezy, freezy pops, too. <laughs> like the frozen icicles. Blue and red are, like, the best. Yeah, I like green, actually, when it comes to the crazy Pops. Get out. I know. I'll leave. I'm going to leave. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Episode's over. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we, Patrice Lumumba was a zealot for the red and the blue. Yeah. So. Speaking, of, speaking of Patrice Lumumba. We're talking about. <laughs> so this is our part two on the life and times of Patrice Lumumba, the first leader of an independent Congo. And a uh, big proponent Congo. of bottle drinks, barrel drinks. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> little and, chugs and freezy pops. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, the last what is it? Week and a half. Um, I have caught myself randomly thinking about this guy. Um, Me too. I'm dying to know what's happening to him because I refuse to allow myself to uh, read about him. Well, I'll just uh, say Google that him the way you phrased uh, it is uh, it's right on, right on track. You're dying to know. I mean, the, the dude was born in, like, 1890. Like, he's not going to live forever. I know he's going to die, but, like... <laughs> he wasn't born in 1890. What was, was he? he born? Like, 1930, maybe? No, it's too late. No way. Steve, when was he, was he born? He was born in 1925. Close enough. All right. 
So, yeah, he ain't gonna live forever. I know he's gonna die, right? That's true. Um, so as he becomes the the leader of of an independent uh, Congo, uh, things begin to to unravel shortly after, m- mostly due to disagreements with the the Belgians, um, who want to still remain um, with a modicum of power within Congo and sort of control it. Um, they want to keep, for instance, um, all of their bureaucrats still within the colony um, because they're worried that if they just like sort of fire all these people and send them back to uh, to Belgium, it would cause like an economic crisis. And they also want to sort of have, uh, which at this time, there aren't really many independent African states. Uh, for instance, Ghana is like the poster child of, of sub-Saharan like independent African states. Um, so they kind of want to keep a model where they're still like getting the economic benefits of, of being tied to a colony in the same way, you know, that the Commonwealth works or like France does. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause France is like one of the low key, like most imperialist nations on the planet, even today. So they want like, people... all the benefits of empire with none of the holdup. Yeah. Cause like in like a lot of African countries that used to be controlled by France, they like the French still own like French companies still own a lot of the major industries yep. and they will routinely like overthrow the governments of the uh, countries like for instance in Cameroon uh, and and for instance most recently Mali uh, the government at the time of this posting had been had been overthrown and they essentially kicked the French out. Um, they they mostly seem to be working with uh, Russian mercenaries who work for the uh, the Wagner uh, company, um, so. It's not really a clue as to like what exactly is like going on there, but but definitely uh, the the French are like finally getting kicked out of there. Um, as this is all going on, uh, there's sort of chaos breaks out in the country. Um, the the Congolese troops are not happy with the way they've been treated, um, so they've essentially been rioting and looting. Um, there's been attacks on on Europeans within the Congo. Um, and Patrice Lumumba is literally going around the country at points with members of his government just, just trying to stop the, these uh, insurrections from going on by, by placating the soldiers. Um, and in the southwest of the country, there's been a breakaway state of uh, Katanga, um, which has the blessing of the Belgian government and also uh, mining companies, uh, because Katanga is a major uh, mining region um, for, in, for bitcoins in yeah. Congo, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they got a lot of graphics. Because of the cards. reason I can't get a new graphics card. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to play Escape from Tarkov at 7,000 FPS. I can't because I can't <laughs> no. buy an Nvidia <laughs> GTX 3080,000. You know, don't call me out like that. Because all the Katangans <laughs> bought it. Um, I'm trying so, to play Ricochet from Valve Software <laughs> at 61 frames per second. Realistically, I want a $3,000 graphics card so I can play a game that was released in like 2012. Realistically, oh, you want a you want a $3,000 <laughs> graphics card so you can play a game that was released in 2012 better and so that in 2 years you will need another $3,000 graphics card. <laughs> I just want to play Stardew Valley with a $3,000 graphics card. <laughs> <laughs> the night and day transitions pixel. are <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Unfucked with. It's amazing. I'm going to date ray, every ray villager. Tracing, the ray tracing, the dynamic lighting. Male, uh, female, the blur. horse. I'm going to date every <laughs> villager. You you don't even believe the shadows on these houses. Just wait. I like that game, but I hate the I hate the uh, real time nature of it. I wish it was like. I wish it was, oh, yeah, no. I wish it was yeah. slower. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
But it was more like Animal Crossing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm afraid to. I'm afraid to boot up Animal Crossing on that because I haven't turned it on in a year. My villagers are gonna be like standing with pitchforks. Nah, they won't do. No, they're dead. No, they, <laughs> they literally are paid by Tom Nook to miss you forever. So Ugh, you get back last there. Time and I they waited miss like you. two months, and I got back on. Everything, all the grass was like overgrown. They were all pissed off. I was like, oh man, <laughs> I'm a terrible. I'm a terrible island. Like I'm a bad dad. investor. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a developer. I'm a terrible developer. <laughs> no, you're um, not the developer there. Like you're just trying to. You're trying to hold it together. The developer's <laughs> Tom Nook. He takes all the money. Yeah. But he does give you interest-free loans, which is pretty progressive. Speaking of people fucking with also other people's money. Also a bad money, business idea. Spe- um, speaking of people fucking with other people's money, what what else did Holland do? Um, what, you, you mean... Uh, Belgium. Uh, Belgium. Yeah. Um, ah, same so, difference. <laughs> Those socialist fucks over there in Europe. <laughs> so the, the UN has, has also stepped in, and they've asked for the... Uh, the Belgians to remove their troops from Congo and that a UN task force will monitor security there and try to bring things under control. But uh, the UN troops are not really um, bringing things under control very well. And Lumumba has asked the UN to suppress the rebellion in Katanga, but the UN forces say that they, they won't do that because it's not part of their mandate. Okay. Um, their, their mandate from the, the security council resolution um, resolution 143 only gives them the responsibility of quelling the military insurrection, not um, this, like, breakaway state. Mm. Um, so they've broken off relations with Belgium, and and sort of at the end of the last episode, I mentioned that he sent a um, he sent a message, um, a telegram to uh, Nikita Khrushchev uh, requesting that the Soviet Union monitor the situation in the Congo. Um, Lumumba mostly does this as just sort of like a um, like a fuck you to the West. He himself is not a communist. Like he, he's not a fan of, of communism or the Soviet Union. Um, he kind of views them with the same sort of eye that he views like other Western nations and their designs on Africa. Um, but he does this in order to like, I guess, scare the the other Western powers. Um, Big mistake. But, but Lumumba, after doing this, he he decides to travel to New York City. Uh, to personally uh, visit the UN um, as um, as the leader of the country and sort of present um, his country's issues to them in person. Um, shortly before he does this, though, he also meets with a U.S. businessman uh, where he he sort of puts together this thing called the Congo International Management uh, Corporation, which would be a concern that would uh, control uh, mining within the Congo. And mining for what? Are we talking about like just, Elon Musk's uh, emeralds or just just different natural resources? Okay. Uh, Congo is actually rich in a lot of different ones, so it would just be sort of like the equivalent of like Aramco, where where it's sort of like a, a government, what? like the the Are American the Arabian the rotisserie chicken thing. Yeah, the, the Arabian American <laughs> uh, corporation, which manages like oil that comes out of Saudi Arabia. Like, uh, like it would just be one of those where okay. we're going to be like the big, the big umbrella, like mining concern. You've probably heard of it before, but you may not know what it is right this second. Okay, all right. Um, so the the contract that would have been ratified by the parliament, um, they would have formed this development corporation to invest um, in the economy um, from different um, from income revenues that the government would have control over, such as uh, mining interests. Um, he also uh, declared that he approved. Um, uh, approved a second Security Council resolution 
um, and added after that saying that the Soviet uh, aid from the Soviet Union would no longer be necessary um, and that he would seek um, technical assistance from the United States. Hmm. Um, so on July 22nd, uh, Lumumba goes to New York City. Um, they reach um, they reach the city um, and they rendezvous with uh, they rendezvous in the Barclay Hotel uh, to prepare for their meetings with UN officials. Um, he wants to focus on discussing the withdrawal of, of Belgian troops from Congo and also uh, for technical assistance uh, with UN uh, Secretary uh, uh, Dag uh, Hammerskull. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. His name was what? Uh, Hammerskull. Da- Dag, Dag Hammerskull. <laughs> yes. All right. I think I just fought that guy in uh, Assassin's Creed. Or God of War. Sounds like something a kid says when they're playing a video game in the 90s. Oh, you got to the boss. Dag, it's Hammer Skull. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dag. He was, Remember Dag? Dag. He was the, uh, he was the Secretary uh, General of the United Nations from 1953 to 1961. I'm sure he was. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, he, he mysteriously, actually, in, in relation to this, um, he actually died... In a um, in a plane crash in Africa, it's believed that he was shot down. I was gonna say you um, just said in by... relation to this. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Did you just ruin this for me, bro? Is Lumumba gonna die in a nine eleven? No, but it's oh, it's it's suspected. Man. I don't it's trust su- you now. God damn it! You just said in relation to this. All right, go ahead. Tell me. It's it's suspected. Like we now know from very recent um, filings that he was most likely uh, shot down um, by mercenaries for his dealings with what was going on in the Congo in 1961. Huh. God damn it. Lil uh, don't take to the skies, man. Stay on the ground. Please, so, Hammer, so, don't hurt him. So, but the when he's meeting with this, other African diplomats uh, sort of, um, they, they believe that he's going to be successful in getting what he needs, but that he should just focus on stabilizing Congo before he begins asking about like these economic agreements, such as his uh, Simcoe um, corporation that he wants to found. Um, so he meets with uh, uh, Hammerskold for about uh, three days from um, on July 24th, 25th, and 26th. Um, and though... Uh, now, do they need the, an the, interpreter? Or do they both like speak English or like how's it well, work? Well, they both. Well, Lumumba speaks French, and I'm sure uh, Hammerskull probably also speaks French because that was the diplomatic language of his time. Okay. Um, so the the discussions between them go smoothly, and in a press conference, um, he uh, Lumumba reaffirmed that his country would be committed to positive uh, neutralism, meaning that he wasn't really going to take any sides in like international conflicts. He's Switzerland, but for Africa. On, on July 27th, Lumumba goes to Washington, D.C., um, where he meets with the U.S. Secretary of State and appeals for uh, financial and technical assistance from the U.S. government. Um, and the U.S. government essentially tells him that they can only offer him aid through the U.N. Oof. So they won't do it directly because, what, they don't want to get involved? Uh, essentially, yeah, they don't really want to, uh, directly back his government, so they're saying, like, yeah, we'll, we'll offer you aid, but only through the United Nations. It's gotta what go we're through, saying it's gotta is, go. we're really good at giving aid to countries, but we just can't give it to you directly. We'll give uh, you We AIDS. had some problems in Central America and South America with that, so, uh, we're just gonna, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna give you aid, but we're just gonna, we're just gonna give it a roundabout way, okay? <laughs> I wasn't making a joke, by the way, I just meant, I, I said we'll give you AIDS, but I meant to say we'll give you aid. <laughs> 
I didn't mean to but say also, that. <laughs> but also. <laughs> but also, the CIA was currently... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, no, like, that's that's classic U.S. bullshit. Like, yeah, we'll give you money, but it's got to go through Louie. Unless you're Joe hey, Biden, I'm in Louis. which case you airdrop crates of AR platforms to Ukraine, which is hilarious to me. Hilarious. We're going to give them, what do they call it? Uh, it's not, it's not. Lethal uh, aid. Yeah, lethal aid. We're going to drop them lethal aid. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Come on, man. Lockheed Martin um, is just rock hard under their desks. Well, <laughs> yep. while, while he's, uh, yeah, while he's there, he receives a telegram um, detailing that there's been a clash um, at Kalwezi between Belgian and Congolese forces. Um, and while he's, and while this is all going on too, um, he feels that, that the UN itself is also hampering his attempts to get rid of the Belgians and also to defeat the Katongan rebels who are backed by the Belgians. So wait, wait, wait. So the Belgians, the Belgians were going to leave. Yeah, I thought, so the Belgians are like deliberately staying now, right? Yeah. Well, they're, they're supposed to be, they're supposed to be like getting out and he's been progressively been like no no you all need to leave faster and you're planning but like i said the belgians don't want to leave because they're and technically that, sovereign territory now and like and then yeah. the creation of this uh this katongan uh state that they're backing is is also like um is also sort of their own like private state within congo that they're backing so they they kind of want to see how this plays out and and i believe they're their, their general plan is essentially that they think that Lumumba is going to get uh, knocked off sooner or later and that they can just keep going on with what they were doing. So they're just sort of like sandbagging things. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah, dude. It also sounds like um, Belgium is just being cap or not capitalistic, imperialistic. Yeah, imperialistic as fuck and just being like, no, we really don't want to give, give up our territory, though. And right. on July 20 on, on July 29th, uh, Lumumba goes to Ottawa um, to meet with the Canadian government, but the Canadians also tell him that they will only give aid to him through the United Nations. All we can give you is maple syrup, eh, and Tim Hortons, eh? I can give you aid, but it's going to have to come through France. It's going to be labeled a big crates, <laughs> labeled Labatt. Labatt's aid. <laughs> Jesus. Tim Hortons aid, menu item number three. Hey, hey now, don't be a Hoosier. I'll tell you what. The proper it's a channel, I say. It was a hoser. I tell you what. We'll give you aid as long as you support our syrup industry. <laughs> Momoba's like, I, now, don't, how many, I don't eat syrup. Now, how Fuck many you. barrels can we put you down there for, friend? Justin Trudeau's like, you need aid? I got a whole bunch of trucks that we can send you for aid. <laughs> no, he just walks into Trudeau's office and Trudeau's like putting on his like blackface makeup and turban to meet with him. <laughs> yeah. I just figured this would make you more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, um, you clearly are not understanding how this works. <laughs> oh my god. It's like it's like older like handler guys, like I'm so glad your father's dead and doesn't have to see this. <laughs> He's rolling um, over in his grave right now. So his uh because Lumumba's uh upset that, you know, the Canadian government is also sort of, you know, sandbagging. And him. wearing black in and, the meeting, so Yeah. Just, <laughs> he he goes in he goes and meets with um, the Soviet ambassador in Ottawa and, and discusses military aid from the Soviet Union. Um, Canada offered to do what? Tim Hortons. Now, let, Steve, let me stop you again. If if he's going to the Soviet Union now, is this kind of like the point of them sandbagging and like and all the, the governments deferring to the UN? Like, do they want him to go to the Soviet well, Union? Kind of. A lot of these. Like a gambit. Uh, a lot of well. 
it's not that they want him to go to the Soviet Union. I think it's just the thought that a lot of these liberation movements, mm. uh, for one, the United States government at this time, as well as like the other like Anglo-American governments at this time, are incredibly racist, and they don't really no. feel that the Africans <laughs> can really lead themselves effectively. And they kind of feel the same way they do about South America, that unless it's some guy that's like bought by them, like some guy that they literally own. So nothing's um, changed. At all. Yeah. Wait, so, are you telling me that the United States government was racist? No, I don't believe you, bro. So they they kind of expect him to fail, um, or, or they expect him to just slide into communism because of all this liberation talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they don't want to offer him aid. That's what I meant. Um, yeah. Um, and this is this is possibly also uh, influenced with Nasser, who we talked about in the Suez Canal episode, where you know Nasser sort of played both sides and then went over to the Soviet Union. Um, so there might be this thought too that you know that that these guys are just going to like take the aid from the U.S. and then they're just going to go to the Soviet Union anyways be- because of you know them them being against you know European and Western imperialism. I hate that that and I know it's not the same thing, but that slippery slope type argument that well, well if we do this and they're just going to do that, like, it's a logical fallacy. Shut up. Yeah, it's a logical, logical fallacy. fallacy. I hate it. I but, hate it. But soon soon after that, he returns to. Uh, New York to, to visit with the UN um, and the United States has become much more negative um, due to uh, reports that come out of, of Congolese soldiers um, committing uh, atrocities um, in uh, Congo and also uh, with uh, the Belgians also having scrutiny over the actions of uh, the government. The United States better not look cross-eyed at any other country talking about human rights violations ever the the, the belgians are Ketchup also bad steak i mean come on <laughs> um pistachio the, ice cream what, the, what kind of fucking whoa whoa dude he's up pistachio yeah, ice cream cut, is delicious cut, cut I, hey, I said what i said you can put it sound like you just cocked a gun for guns <laughs> i said what i said these guys are gonna attack me better cock my gun hey listen 211 is so fucking powerful when you crack that bitch it sounds like a gun cock <laughs> wait what are you literally drinking steel reserve yeah. Oh man, that is. <laughs> that's like the that's like the malt liquor one too. You are. It's the real silver bullet. Has Billy yeah, Dee Williams like called you yet? <laughs> hey baby, I'm, I'm gonna a, a need some of my. Up in my driveway. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm gonna need some of my kickbacks on that steel reserve. <laughs> um. So so Belgium is is very angry that uh, Lumumba is getting like these high level receptions in uh, Washington D.C. and elsewhere. Um, they're they're also because uh, they they begin like putting around that Lumumba is actually a, a communist that he's that he's anti-white um, and that he's anti-Western. I can only imagine just how hard the R's were in those meetings that they were dropping the N words on him. <laughs> you know he's also disrespectful. You know he doesn't he doesn't stand for the flag. He's uh, uppity. He 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 wears his pants too loose. He's um, sagging him. He needs to pull his pants yeah. up. <laughs> With the, you know what's funny is like so the the picture that I have for uh, Patrice Lumumba that I posted for like the first episode, the dude, even if he wasn't in a suit, you could tell that dude is not a guy who's gonna walk around and do the traditional thing that the conservatives bitch about about like the sagging pants and all that. Like he's so like sharp. He, he is sharp. That's the only way I, I know how to describe. I know it's like, like tight. I know it's like 
pretty much his character anyways, but he, but he reminds me of uh, Chidi from The Good Place. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. just like a, like a very like nerdy, nerdy guy. He, like I said, he reminds me of Malcolm X, and I don't mean by what he says, but more or less like kind of like what he stands for and how he he's carries like, himself. He's like the nerdier looking Malcolm X, because Malcolm X, like, he looks like Kind of looks like a gangster. Dude. Yeah, he kind of yeah. looks like a gangster Malcolm a X bit. was tough. Yeah. Um, so a, a lot of the Western governments are, are sort of siding with uh, Belgium over this, because a lot of the ones in Europe are also having its own colonial issues, and, and they're more inclined to... Uh, sort of follow what Belgium is, is putting down. They'd rather side with the Europeans over the Africans. <laughs> wow, that's so, a surprise. So Lumumba, being upset with what happens, um, he decides to delay his return to the Congo um, in, in order to uh, sort of drum up support from other African states. Okay. Um, and he he did this to put pressure on, on Hammerskold, uh, but... Um, he he goes to get uh, bilateral military support to suppress Katanga uh, from other African nations. Um, so because the UN itself is not, you know, helping him get get rid of this rebel problem, he's asking, like, African neighbors and other nations on the continent to help him. So between August 2nd and 8th, uh, he goes to Tunisia, Morocco, Guinea, um, Ghana, Liberia, and Togoland in order to uh, drum up support for uh, a military uh, uh, sort of agreement to take on Katanga. Okay. Um, while he was uh, he, he was well received in each of the states, and they all they all offered joint communiques um, between their heads of states, just sort of pledging their support to each other. Um, Ghana and and Guinea, um, they they. Would you just call me? Well, who are you calling a Guinea? <laughs> who the fuck would you just call me? All right. <laughs> I'm part Hungarian. I'm not full Guinea anyway. I'm fucking Irish, and I still take offense to Guinea. <laughs> All of us are American, and you know it. If we went to Ireland, they would laugh at us. No, I've been there. I'm literally second generation, man. You're still American. <laughs> My Irish um, passport says oh, otherwise. Shit. Sorry, I had a soccer game on. Go ahead. Um. So, uh, Guinea and... Um, and Ghana will pledge military support into taking on the Katongans, um, but the other nations uh, say they want to resolve it through the UN. Mm. Um, and in Ghana, uh, Lumumba signs a secret agreement uh, with President uh, Nkrumah, uh, providing for a quote-unquote Union of African States, um, which would be uh, centered in, in Leopoldville, um, which is modern-day Kinshasa, and it would be a federation with a Republican government. So um, is they he would effectively trying to do, like, the UN or like quote unquote very loosely NATO, but like within well, Africa. Well, he's trying to do like the African union before the African union. Got it. Ah, okay. but, it, but an actual, like more unified, like government, like, gotcha. like in a sense where like, cause like the, the EU has its own government, but it's just kind of like, Horseshit. it's kind of like the student government outside <laughs> of like regulations. <laughs> Listen, like, like we're getting rid of tests. Actually, we have to back off. We can't get rid of tests completely, but we're getting rid of white and black tests. All the tests we're gonna are going to make all vending machines paper. free. Yeah. <laughs> Now, now I promised you more vending machines, but unfortunately, the good people at the Lay's Potato Chip Company <laughs> could not. <laughs> if you think about it, a student government is about is a great analog to real government. 
because it's com- they promise the world to, to people, but they're completely <laughs> ineffectual, and they can only make. We promise that every student is going to get an A, guaranteed, no matter what. Uh, We're so putting cheeseburgers in with the, the administration. <laughs> that's how every, every that's how every like memo starts. Uh, upon further uh, discussion with the administration. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> turns out we so, have no real power. We have to walk back our promise of pizza every single day in the lunchroom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddies. We got to walk off our cheeseburgers in the vending machine. <laughs> Individually wrapped cheeseburgers. <laughs> Doug, I remember fucking high school student government. It's hilarious. The shit that they were trying to like promise us that they were going to pass. We're like, no, you're not. <laughs> I have a good story about that, actually. Very quickly, I uh, we got someone elected to the student government that wanted nothing to do with it. It was like a punk rock kid. But we posted, we put posters all over the school and like they were like it ended up being like because nobody really gave a shit about the student government so it ended up being that the only people that anyone knew was running for it was this one girl and our friend omar and omar (laughs) (laughs) and he had no he didn't want to do any of it what did he win like he just won he was like like the secretary of the student government or something like that yeah and i think he abdicated his throne i don't don't know what happened there but he resigned it was so bad dude That'd be hysterical if they were like, no, motherfucker, you're now the secretary. You can't just – no, get the fuck in there. Like, I'm out. Point. Get in there. Get in there. I'm out. <laughs> Call my lawyer. I'm out. It's, it's, Go be a like secretary. A period. You can't actually cancel until you're 30 days into your term as secretary. <laughs> it's like that thing on Street um, Fight, dude. You got to give us 17 days notice or else you can't you can't quit your job. You can't take a day off. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. Um, so they, they agree that they're going to hold a summit um, between African nations on August – uh, be- between August 25th and August 30th, in order to discuss the formation of this Union of African States. Hmm. Um, uh, Lumumba returns to the Congo. Uh, he feels confident um, that he can now depend on, on Ghana and, and Guinea in order to bring more control over the situation there. Um, and he also believed that he could procure technical aid um, uh, through these African nations, um, which would put him at odds with with Hammersgold because he's the one who controls like the the UN's like aid mission, so so he's essentially going around the middleman to to get aid from other neighboring countries. Mm. Uh oh, um, because uh, Lumumba and, and his ministers are, are wary of the UN um, because they they don't want to have uh, these like sort of aid workers come in who are who are only like held responsible to the UN not to actually the government of Congo. Because essentially what it would do, it would bring in these aid workers. They don't work for the Congo. They work for the UN to do things in Congo. I gotcha. Um, so so they're sort of wary of that because they, they've already had that experience too with like the Belgians and these other Western nations where they come in and they're like, yeah, we're going to do aid for a country. And the, and the same thing still happens today with like China China's like, yeah, we're going to build this thing for you, but then all the workers who work on it are Chinese, and all the economic benefits go to, you know, the Chinese laborers and back to China. Um, so so it's just like one of those type of situations. Okay. Um, so on August 9th, uh, Lumon, uh, Lumumba proclaims a state of emergency throughout the Congo, um, and he, he begins uh, ordering, uh, making sort of executive orders um, to reassert his dominance um, over the the political scene of the Congo. Uh, first, he outlaws the formation of associations without government sanction. Uh, second, Wait, this is my boy Lumumba that's doing this. Yeah. Second, uh. he asserts the government's right to ban publications that produce material likely to bring the administration into disrepute. Mm. 
fucking up. <laughs> he's fucking up, man. Um, for instance, on August 11th, uh, the uh, one of the the newspapers Been hanging out that, with the that, Soviets way too much. The the Courier de Afrique uh, printed an editorial which which said that they they they're wary that Congo may fall under a quote unquote second kind of slavery. Um, the uh, the editor of the paper was was arrested soon afterwards, and four days later, the uh, the publication of the paper ceased. Oh, um, they they also would shut down uh, the the Belga and agency uh, France Press uh, wire services within the country. <sighs> Milkshake ducked uh, once again. So so because he he puts these restrictions on the media, um, this causes criticism from Belgium. Um, because uh, Belga is like the national um, is, is like a national media arm of the of the Belgians, um, and the uh, the France press is the is like the French uh, one. Belgium needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just um, <I> mean, <laughs> uh, they're Lumumba, certainly they don't, they don't have a fucking leg to stand on. Shut the fuck up. But you know, mind your business, bro. Like you don't you don't you don't matter here. Your money ain't no good here no more in the Congo. Stay uh, in your Lumumba, lane. Uh, Lumumba then nationalizes the local uh, Belga um, offices and creates the agency uh, Congolais de Presse um, in, in order to like have a, a state uh, media arm that is not um, that that is not like making press that's negative of the government. Straight up gentrified him. This is mine now. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so um, fucked, he, man. He also decrees that um, that any public gathering um, needs to have approval six days before it happens. What? Bitch! <laughs> Wait, like, what is a public gathering? How many people are we talking about? Like, like think large... about, like, the Juggalos. Yeah, like, if you want to do the gathering of the Juggalos, they need a week's notice in advance. <laughs> Out of control. Except if you're in Florida, because it's legal to hit Juggalos with your car if you feel threatened. Listen, everything <laughs> is legal in Florida. Come to Florida, you don't go to jail. Just straight up. Uh, yeah, it's like that's it's like that song in uh, Hamilton about New Jersey. Everything's legal in Florida. I really think that if you did a crime here in Florida and the cops are putting the like the cuffs on you, if you just started screaming about cancel culture and you're being canceled, they have to uncuff you. I think like, that's the, that. the sovereign citizen yeah. like magic words. Yeah, you're not wrong. You gotta scream, you're being canceled. Chief, we can't touch him. He's right. That flag there. It's got fringe. It's an admiralty court. He's on dry land. Ah, oh, he's being canceled. Fuck, we're in Florida. We don't cancel things in Florida. God damn it. All right, gotta let him go. But next time, we're gonna get you next time. He said he's he said the magic word, so now I have to let him out of the handcuffs and give him my gun. Oh, shit. Got it. <laughs> Which is essentially how like how like sovereign citizens thinks the world works because they think you can just say some magic words and then like exactly. law enforcement has to like take a knee or whatever. I want to live in their world. I really fucking well, you, you know what's like, funny you about say the it. Right words, the cops like, ah, god damn it, Ryan, like the fucking <laughs> Ryan. You know what's funny about it? You can just up and decide it because it's make believe. I'm just saying, like, how it's they're literally the cop is gonna hand their gun over, like, well, shucks, you got me. Ah, maybe next time. It's, ah, you rascal. It's rabbit. literally a world where they listen to Fred Rogers too closely. Oh my god, you I know? just don't get it, man. It's it's the um, Willy Wonka song, a world of pure imagination. Maybe I just don't drink enough. <laughs> That's not the case, but but I'm glad you, I'm glad you asked us before you started. Um, on on August 16th, uh, Lumumba announces a a, a special uh, military 
uh, regime uh, will have control over things, essentially declaring a more um, substantial state of martial law. Um, and he says that this will last for six months. Okay. Um, Bullshit, that, but okay. Um, throughout that August, he begins to increasingly um, become more uh, dictatorial in his uh, ruling staff. Um, and um, he only really met with members of his cabinet that he trusted um, uh, during that time. Um, so a lot of his office is in disarray, um, and few of his uh, members of staff are actually like coming to work or doing any work. Um, for instance, his uh, his uh, chief day cabinet, um, Damien uh, Condolo, uh, was often absent and was a spy for the, the Belgian government um, throughout this period. Um, he was, uh, and Lumumba was also being constantly delivered rumors from informants um, and the, uh, the, the National Security Agency, um, which caused him to grow very suspicious of, of others. I mean... Yeah, like you kind of have to be very careful anyway. I mean, you're currently in like on like a multi-front war, basically. Yeah. So, um, so in order to try to keep him uh, grounded, um, his press secretary, uh, Serge uh, Michel, um, has uh, three Belgian uh, telex operators um, who would uh, supply Lumumba of outgoing uh, journalistic dispatches. Because uh, telex was a lot of how things were sent. Um, it, it was kind of like a fax. Yeah, I know what telex machine. is. Yeah, yeah, but for for those who don't know, if I, they I don't know what telex or... is, they, then they need to get off of our podcast because not not all of us have our ham licenses. Yeah, <laughs> they use a Pactor modem. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Pactor, a global communication uh, standard. Uh, Lumumba then orders. Uh, after all this is set down, he orders his troops to focus on suppressing um, a, a rebellion um, in the South Kasai region, um, which was uh, which was home to sort of like the rail infrastructure they would need in order for a campaign to take place in Katanga. Because um, if you if you look at a map, my favorite dictator of uh, Katanga, or I should say of Congo, uh, the Katanga region is is sort of like. If you if you cut off at like the straight line, pretty much at, at sort of like the bottom of, of the Congo, like when you get to the sort of like the middle bottom, not not the part that sticks out, the sort of like fat peninsula is Katanga. Mm -hmm. uh, the Kasai region is a little north of there. Okay. So he he begins having them deal uh, with this rebellion, uh, which seems to mostly be uh, successful. Um, at first. Um, but uh, it, it sort of devolves into uh, ethnic violence as the army begins to be involved in, in massacres of the local uh, Luba people. Um, and because uh, because Lumumba orders this, uh, the people of South Kasai uh, consider him responsible for the actions of the army. All right. Um, Kasavubu, um, his... Uh, his adversary in this like ongoing civil war within the country publicly announces that only a federalist government could bring peace and stability to the Congo. Um, so he breaks his, his tenuous alliance with Lumumba. Um, and then he, uh, he sort of goes against Lumumba's idea of having a, a unitary state, uh, me meaning one that isn't like, like sort of like a federal state, like the United States or Germany. Right. I, I have to say that I I, I like uh, I like unitary state idea more than federalist states. 
and, and so um, as this is going on as well, um, ethnic tensions are beginning to rise, um, and and the Catholic Church as well is is also becoming a critic of the government. Okay. Um, and and even though they they're able to like put down the rebellion in South Kasai, they're not able to actually create the strength they need in order to uh, retake Katanga. Um, so Lumumba goes. Um, he he tries to try to just have his um, African conference. The, remember the to form the Union of African States, um, but no foreign heads of state appear, um, and no country uh, pledges military support to him. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the color he, of his skin. He also announces that... <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> no, no, there were other reasons. Nope, it's because he was black. <laughs> I mean, These other black people, they're mad because he's black. He's black! Nothing, nothing the Ghanese fear more than a strong black man. Well, listen, we hooked up that other black guy. Yeah, but Patrice is blacker. (laughs) (laughs) You're racist against, like, the black black people. Like, the light-skinned black people you're fine with, that's fucked up. It's the dark black people you're fucking with. Yeah, you don't like Ghana. Yeah. Like, you're not a fan of those countries. Um, (laughs) What do you mean, those countries? Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) So, uh, Lumumba again demands that the UN uh, come in and and sort of... uh, end the rebellion in Katanga, um, but, but since they refuse, um, he he threatens that he'll bring in the, the Soviet troops. Oh, no. What year is this? Um, Trotsky just comes in on a, on a goddamn fucking hellfire Hello. missile. I'm here to get kicked out <laughs> as quickly as possible. Hello. <laughs> oh, man. What's the... Oh, fuck. What's the movie where he rides the, the atomic bomb? Um, Miss Dr. Strangelove? Yeah, uh, Doctor Strangelove. Uh, Trotsky comes in on yeah. the goddamn Hellfire missile like Doctor Strangelove. <laughs> I am here to free the people. This is still in uh, 1960, by the way. Oh wow! So we're talking like yeah. red so this scare is all, years. This is all happening. This is all happening. Yeah. Well, this is all happening like in a matter of like months. Like like everything we've talked about so far. Like the majority of what we've talked about in this podcast is still happening within like the end of 1960. That's crazy. Really? Okay. Um. So, uh, as as this is all going on, you know, the UN is denying him the use of its troops. He's threatening that he's going to invite the Soviets in to send their troops. Um, the, uh, the, the sort of threat of a direct Soviet intervention into uh, Congo um, becomes increasingly more likely uh, to the rest of the world um, and, and also um, to other people within the Congo. But realistically, um, did the Soviets have uh, the ability to send troops into the Congo, or were they still, like, too poor? Yeah, they, they, they don't really have the ability to, okay. but they, they're, because they're afraid, because remember when the uh, Suez uh, crisis happened, like, the thing that pretty much ended it was the was the Soviets told uh, Great Britain, France, and Israel that if they didn't cut it out, they'd go nuclear. Okay. I swear um, to God, we'll hit this button. I swear yeah, they, they pretty much God, said if, if you, you don't, don't quit it right now. <laughs> if you don't stop this goddamn war right now, I will I will let those birds fucking fly and I'll end your trip <laughs> real fast, buddy. Just wait till we get home. I'll push that button. Watch me. Um <laughs> Oh man, so, I will stop this so, car. <laughs> I will stop this missile right now. That is real. That is real. I will stop this around. car energy, you know. <laughs> I will um, stop on a this geopolitical missile scale. Do not make me turn those tomahawks around. So, uh, President Kasavubu, he, he's afraid that uh, Lumumba is going to coup him. Um, so, on the evening of September 5th, 
Kasavubu announces over the radio that he's dismissed Lumumba and six of his ministers from the government uh, for the actions they had carried out in South Kasai and for also involving the Soviets in the um, in sort of the business of the Congo. Okay. Um, so upon hearing this, um, Lumumba goes to a national radio station, uh, which was under UN guards. WNBC. Um, <laughs> it's WUNBC. And and despite the and despite the UN troops uh, being ordered to bar Lumumba's entry, um, they they again um, they allowed him to use the radio as prime minister because it didn't go against their their stated mission. The UN troops are about as effective as Charmin in keeping anybody out of anything. They are fucking useless. Well, UN is the reason why my cousin was sent over to fucking Somalia in the 90s. Like, the well, UN are garbage. I hate the UN. Well, the thing about the UN is, and I kind of agree with this, it, is and it only, goes against, is, like, all those... Preference, this is only one thing about the UN. And, yeah. and all, the, all the conspiracy theories about how, like, the UN's going to come in is that, like... The UN is kind of like one of those like like classical like fairy tale monsters is that they have to directly <laughs> follow all the rules. So like that that's the reason why they had that incident in I think it was Bosnia where they cuz they cuz they couldn't have any guns they, they could only monitor like the one camp and then like the Serbs came in I think it was yeah. and they just like handcuffed all the all the UN soldiers to like trees and then how the fuck do like, you threaten like, to send in like UN massacre. soldiers and then like send them in there as a peacekeepers with like one piece of armor for 46 people and like 12 bullets and one gun. It, like, it's how, like, and, like, it's like better call Saul. Right it's like better call Saul where like, except that they're ineffective, you know, they should just send Mike in. He has no gun. Like We're going to give you an AK, <laughs> but we're also going to give you five, five, six ammo. Like what the <laughs> fuck? What is the point, bro? Uh, hey, yo, shout out to our little gun listeners. that. <laughs> Shout out to our gun nuts. They don't understand that joke. Yeah. Um, so Lumumba goes on the radio. Um, he's he's understandably angry, and he denounces um, his dismissal over the radio as illegitimate, and calls Kasavubu a traitor, and declares that he that he is now deposed um, mm. for for being a traitor. Wow. Because um, he says that Kasavubu had not declared um, that he did not have any responsibility over the ministers. That, that he had made the decision over, so his action was also legally invalid. This fucking guy, man. Um, he he also notes this in a letter he sends to Hammerskold and a radio broadcast um, that he makes on September 6th at 5.30 uh, p.m. Oh, here you go with this fucking specific times again. Here we, is he about... Oh, God. All right. Um, Tell so, me about the plane that he's going to get on to try to escape er, the country. Come on. Um... So later that day, uh, Kasavubu uh, secures uh, the counter signatures um, of his order from um, Albert uh, Delval, the minister uh, resident in Belgium, and Justin Mary uh, Bomboko, uh, the minister of foreign affairs. So he now has the blessing of. Um, I think it's Bomboko. Actually, that was that was actually five thirty a.m. when it happens, um, because. Um, what happens is is that because he now has the backing of the Belgians and the foreign minister, he announces again that, that Lumumba is indeed dismissed and his six ministers um, at 4 p.m. that day um, over the radio from Brazzaville. So what I'm getting out of this is there's a whole lot of back and forth of uh, like uh, directives issued saying I'm the legitimate government and no I'm the legitimate government no you're wrong no you're 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 going to be arrested no I'm the legitimate government like that's that's what I'm getting out of this well, this whole well yes and, and essentially that the civil war has now like become even more dire because the the two people who are partners in it the the literal president and prime minister of the country are now actively at odds with each other and trying to arrest each it's other it's like the uh, it's like the royal rumble. 
<laughs> what? It's like Bash at the Beach. It's like the Royal Rumble, you know? There's there's two two faces in the ring, and they gotta fight each other. Because oh, only man. one you know, man gotta, can they, win. It's, it's, those, it's those, those great betrayals, you know? It's like all those times when, like, Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels, you know, those... <laughs> Okay, so then let's throw it back to 1998 when Goldberg well, if, was on if, that hot streak and sh- and Scott Hall came in and tased him in the corner before he hit Kevin Hart with the spear and then would have taken Kevin him out. Kevin Hart is his- a wrestler? <laughs> or not Kevin Hart. Uh, Kevin Nash. Was nuts? Brad Hart? Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Nash. Nash. Yeah. Before he would have s- oh. speared Kevin Nash for his 200, I think, 10th straight win. Well, I, The fact I'm that so- I know that's disgusting to me, but I remember watching that at my uh, grandparents' house. It was great. All I'm saying is that if Lumumba knew the sweet chin music, this never would have happened. Yeah, just one <laughs> um, one Itsuguri, you know, like one good kick. And it's if over. his last name was Hart. H A R T. You know something, Owen? Holy fuck, Kevin Hart's last name is Hart too. Shit. <laughs> is Bret Hart and Owen Hart related to Kevin Hart? Shut the fuck up, dude. What we are next you week. on today? <laughs> Jesus. Tune in next week. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe Stu Stu got around, so yeah. Stu's one of Stu's illegitimate children. (laughs) Stu got around. I mean the 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 height would line up because Bret Hart and Owen Hart were not tall. Bret Hart's like Bret Hart's like six one. So yeah, they don't look tall because they're standing next to like little giants. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) to Vince's Hulk Hogan's like fucking six foot (laughs) eighteen. Yeah, Vince's goons. Now the the racism has weighed him down. He's like six five now. Um, so, as this is going on, uh, Lumumba and his ministers, after after ordering the arrest of, of Del Valle and, and Bomboco, um, they, they seek refuge within the presidential palace, which was guarded by UN peacekeepers. Um, but early the following morning on September 7th, um, the, they, they were detained and confined to the prime minister's residence. So they, they um, got so, him. House arrest. So now Lumumba is detained. Or, or, or Bomboco. Or, or actually, uh, D- uh, Bomboco and, and Del Val are arrested at this point. Okay. Or they put under house arrest, um, where um, they, the minister, uh, the the chamber of deputies um, convenes to discuss Casavuba's dismissal order um, and hear Lumumba's uh, reply. Um, this is where Del Val makes an unexpected appearance um, and denounces his arrest and declares his re- resignation from the government. How does he get out? Um because he's just under like house arrest from like the the military, so they just let him go because it's under state business. He cut off the the uh, ankle monitor yeah. and hopped out the window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just got a he just got a um a, what you call it a one of those saws with the short blades and just cut it off. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know personally because I've never been on house arrest, but I know people who have been, and they say that it's like a piece of metal inside that anklet. Oh, so it's yeah, they, very they hard to, to cut through. Like you, you can't you, just cut through with like a pair of kitchen. You can't. usually you have can, to go. You have to get a hacksaw, or you have to go somewhere that has like an actual cutter, like a pneumatic cutter. Yeah, you but have to, usually have to go soon, to the office to get it yeah, cut off. As soon as you cut through that, it immediately sends an alarm to like the probation <laughs> office. As to it's been severed and where it is, so you're you're gonna get caught immediately. It, like if you're on house arrest, don't try to don't try to get. It, it <laughs> like detonates. The pizza it compromises the issue. Like that pizza delivery guy. Yeah, <laughs> way I look at the, the it is, and I, with the running man caller, and it's a it's a problematic <laughs> argument. I understand that, but like if you're on house arrest 
and you got that, that's a fucking gift. So yeah, bro, just stay on fucking stay house and stop and being a dumbass. Have you heard of fucking DoorDash and Uber Eats and all the deliver? What the fuck do you need to leave your house for? You better dumb yet, bitch? stay inside. Stay have inside. you been in jail? Because <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be stay there. Stay inside. Um, you literally have a computer with the internet. Go on Google Earth, motherfucker, if you get tired of being in the house. Just go do like a street view of Google Earth and walk around in some city you've never been to. Oh, uh, dude, I, Stop I, I do that. fucking house arrest. How many of us do that? Like, you, I, I like nostalgize and go on there and just kind of like go back through my old neighborhood and stuff. I can't tell you how many times I've gone through my old neighborhood in Boston. Uh, I hate it. I hate it because it's like, oh, man, I want to be back there. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Um, so uh, as this is all going on, um, the, the opposition to Lumumba, um, uh, applauds, uh, uh, Delval, and then Lumumba delivers his speech where he attacks, um, Kasavubu, um, ad hominem, and also accuses, uh, the, the opposition politicians of using the presidency as a front for disguising their activities. For everyone that doesn't know um, what ad hominem means, that means he's attacking the person, not the argument. Yeah. Um, it's basically and saying, also, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, and he's also um, also he's known also, as the only way that I argue. Yeah, you pro- a lot of people do it. It's it's another logical fallacy. And and he's sort of like making the argument that that they're all doing this for personal reasons. They never had any problems before this, and that they're that they're in the pocket of foreign interests. Oh man! So the last part, yes, always. The second part, yes, and probably the first part, yeah. They're probably assholes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the the Chamber of Deputies. Um, they vote to annul both Kasavubu and Lumumba's declarations, uh, 60 to 19. Same. So is this like the parents coming in being like, all right, you two, knock it the fuck off? Same. Um, and then uh, the following day, Lumumba delivers a speech to the Senate um, where he um, where, where he gets a vote of confidence for the government, 49 to 0. Oh, shit. Okay. Damn, that's good. Undefeated, baby. Those are Jordan numbers. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, essentially, what happens is that um, is that the parliament is like the the grand arbitrator of the the constitution in the Congo, and that if there's any sort of uh, doubt or controversy, like for instance, there's like a tie vote for whatever reason, uh, the Belgian uh, representative is the one who's supposed to break it. I know you didn't say it. I know you said tie vote, but it sounded like you said tie bow, and I was like, wait a minute, Billy Blanks, baby, why is Billy Get him. Blanks here? <laughs> and if Billy Blanks was there, they would be good because then he would have one, military two, three, to back one, it up. One, two, three, two, one, two, three. Sorry, because Billy Blanks could take that whole, you know. Belgian army on by himself. Billy Blanks is what I would picture if Wesley Snipes decided fuck acting, I'm gonna do bullshit jujitsu. Yeah. Well he's a legit that, martial artist. Billy Blanks. No, I understand yeah. that, but like he yeah, Wesley Snipes is what I think of when you say Billy Blanks. Oh, like man. just like Wesley Snipes passenger fifty seven but real life. I love I love Wesley Snipes. I'm I'm so, I, I hate the fact that he didn't pay his taxes. It's, so, it's such a I, dumb move at his level. I know. I I just love there was that one movie with Billy Blanks where he, uh, where he worked out with a, um, a gym bag that was full of like cinder blocks as like a punching bag. Oh my God. Jesus Christ! Um, so because normally uh, the the con- or the Belgian representative is supposed to sort of like like aid in these like constitutional disputes between the branches of 
the the Congolese government if they can't come to their own internal agreements. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not possible because they've broken off relations with uh, Belgium. So because the the Senate, like the the legislative branch, is fully behind Lumumba, and the presidential branch is uh, is behind Kasavubu, they actually can't you know solve this effectively. <sighs> A divided house, a house divided cannot stand. Um, so, uh, other African nations try to um, sort of come in and um, sort of like prevent the rift from growing bigger between the two politicians. Right, I was going to say like disputes. hold it together a little bit, kind of. Yeah, yeah. To, have, to have a lock in. Yeah, um, <laughs> they, they they try to get the um, a, a UN representative, uh, Rajeshwar uh, Dayal, um, to get them to uh, reconcile. But but this fails. I mean, I think at this point, like a lot of it's just gone too far. Like we're and we're then, beyond the pale now. Yeah. And, and on September thirteenth, uh, the parliament um, meets in a joint session, the the Chamber of Deputies and the Senate. Um, and even though there are several members short of uh, a quorum, uh, they vote to grant Lumumba emergency powers. I mean, like the House essentially the House Budget Committee this week. <laughs> where the Republicans did not show up. So there was no quorum, so they couldn't conduct business. Fucking losers. 100 fucking percent. Fucking losers. (laughs) Um, So on September 14th, uh, Mobutu, the the guy I told you to remember about, uh, Mobutu uh, Seze Seiko, um, he announces over the radio that he was launching a quote-unquote peaceful revolution to break this political um, impasse um, and therefore uh, neutralize the president. Impasse? um, I think it's impasse. Yeah, they're impasse. Yeah. Um, and and to sort of uh, neutralize the the parties that are involved in this, um, and to and to keep everything wrapped up until December thirty first. Why? Because um, it's New Year's th- Eve, so they're not going to like. <laughs> well, no, he's saying from September to December he's going to launch this revolution. I thought he was like the government. He can get them drunk on New Year's Eve and and get all figured out. You guys don't hate <laughs> each other. Come on. Nah, kiss and make. Come on, you man. Guys, you guys are brothers. Brothers got to bring hug. us some more champagne. Um, so, um, he says he's going to essentially neutralize the government, and that "quote unquote" technicians would run the administration of the government while the politicians sort things out. Wow. So, so he's essentially saying that for for a span of about three or um, about three months, that that these quote-unquote technicians are going to run the government and then the politicians, you know, they're, they're just going to sit back, they're going to talk this out. Okay. Um, so what he, he clarified that um, that these would be Congolese university graduates that would form a, a government, and he, he also declared that all Eastern Bloc countries uh, would close their, uh, should close their embassies within Congo. Uh-oh. Um, so... Uh, Lumumba is, is surprised by this. It, that evening, he travels to Camp Leopold II, the main military base uh, outside Leopoldville, um, to, to search for Mobutu and change his mind. Um, but while he's there, um, he is uh, a- after spending the night there. He's attacked by uh, by Luba's soldiers in the morning, uh, who blame him for the atrocities that occurred in South uh, Kasai. What? Uh-oh. Um. So the the Ghanaian uh, a Ghanaian uh, UN representative um, contingent tries to uh, extra or they manage to extricate him from the situation, uh, but they leave his his briefcase uh, behind. Um, 
So is what like happened? The briefcase from like Pulp Fiction. It's got like <laughs> it's, it's, it's got in it. like all his confidential government. It's like the it's like the box the Queen gets. How you doing, Patrice? I'm pretty far from fucking okay. <laughs> 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 Fuck, that was so goddamn perfect. If you don't use it for the intro, I'm gonna scream at you, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty uh, fucking far from okay. <laughs> 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 oh my god, amazing. Zed's dead. Um, so, they have this briefcase, and they, they sort of published the alleged contents of the briefcase, which included letters um, from Nkrumah, um, appeals of support addressed to the Soviet Union and the People's Republic of China, um, a memorandum dated September 16th uh, declaring the presence of Soviet troops within uh, one week um, oh. in the Congo, um, and a letter dated 15, uh, September 15th uh, from Lumumba to the provincial presidents, um, except uh, Tshombe, the, the president of uh, Katanga, entitled, quote-unquote, Measures to be applied during the first stages of the dictatorship. Oh no! Um, so we do know that some of these papers are genuine. I believe the letters from Nkrumah are. Um, others are, especially the the dubious uh, memorandum and the letter to the provincial uh, presidents uh, were were most definitely forgeries. Okay. So I mean, if there's one forgery, then nothing can be trusted. Like if you can, if you can correctly identify something being false or fake in you know a pile of documents, then you can't trust anything well, in that. In that well, pile. the reason why I say that, like the documents with like Nkrumah are probably accurate because like they could probably take them to the to the Ghanese government and they'd be like, yeah, we sent those. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like without confirmation, anything you have found is. But but this not, other stuff is like definitely yeah. like like blurry like pixelated jpeg shared on facebook about like this is this is joe biden's secret plan uh, no oh, these over are the voting the- machines that they were messing with if you look real close you can see him opening the back of the voting he's, machine and flipping he's votes. gonna he's gonna remove square dancing from our schools this is the evidence. With islamic smash dancing that's what he's gonna do they're gonna be whirling dervishes in there instead <laughs> <laughs> ain't no more jason aldean <laughs> Bro, I just want to say as a side note, uh, Monday morning, last Monday morning, after the Super Bowl, to scroll Facebook was amazing. The amount of people who said that the Super Bowl was either not fit for children's consumption or not godly oh, so or it was it was it just sexually just, explicit. The guys that were giving Snoop Dogg shit for weed and then like Colin, oh Colin Cowherd's <laughs> response on Twitter was the best. <laughs> he just said it's California. Life on weed. Okay, Colin Cowherd said something like it's California. I'll probably get high on the way to work today too. Like. <laughs> Fuck like, what the fuck I don't, is your problem? It's I don't Snoop remember. Dog. It is. I don't remember any. Snoop. I don't remember any woman that wasn't in a bodysuit in that show that wasn't wearing like an old style like cheerleaders outfit. Yeah, like they were, they were, they were more chaste than the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders circa like nineteen seventy. They were wearing was, like nineteen fifties like Riverdale like yep. <laughs> football. <laughs> yep. I'm just gonna say if you if you are. A white woman over the age of forty critiquing Mary J. Blige, you're just fucking jealous of how tight she still is in the fifties. Because oh my god, she is fucking smoking still, smoking, and she's in her fifties. Yep. Um, God. So, so while this is all going on, um, these other African diplomats in um, 
while the Super Bowl's Congo, going on. Are, yeah, while the Super Bowl's <laughs> going on, they're they're trying to they're trying to uh, reconcile uh, Lumumba and Kasavubu, and while they got a, a verbal agreement um, uh, to to sort of agree to the principle of it, eventually what happens is that uh, Kasavubu refuses to sign the agreement that that's written up, um, and. It's suspected by uh, the Ghanaian delegation that the reason why he won't do this is because um, Belgium and the United States have told him uh, not to. Um, and, and also, too, that Kasavubu wants to reintegrate Katanga into Congo um, through negotiation. Um, and Tashambe has declared that he will not work with Lumumba because he says Lumumba is a quote-unquote communist. Okay. Um, so after consulting with Kasavubu and Lumumba... Uh, Mobutu announces that he would uh, summon a roundtable conference to discuss the political future of the Congo. Um, uh, Lumumba, uh, he disrupts this, um, and so he it still acts as though he still has like this premiership over the country, even though Mobutu was like moving to take over. Okay. Uh, Lumumba would still continue to like carry on uh, meetings with uh, members of the government, right? Um, and. And he would also uh, leave his his residence, which he's mostly been sort of like holed up in, to go to uh, restaurants in the capital um, and maintain sort of that the air that he still holds power. Um, so, because Lumumba or Mobutu doesn't really like the way that Lumumba is is acting, and that he fears that uh, he fears that like by the end of the month um, that that he's not going to be able to actually get them to reconcile. Um, and he begins to align with Kasavubu. Mm. Um, so Mobutu orders the, uh, the Congolese uh, troops to surround uh, Lumumba's residence. Um, but a, a cordon of UN peacekeepers who are guarding it, um, they, they prevent him from making the, the arrest. And Lumumba has to remain confined to his, his home because of this. Just chill, Lumumba. Just chill in your um, house. I mean, granted, this isn't the, the 2020s with the fucking internet and everything else, but just stay in your house, man. No. Um. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, on October 7th, uh, Lumumba announces that he's formed a new government um, and that he proposed that the, the UN should supervise a national referendum that would settle the, the split in the government. Um, but but what happens is on November 24th, uh, the UN votes to recognize Mobutu's new delegates to the General Assembly um, and disregards uh, Lumumba's uh, original appointees. Okay. Okay. Um, so Lumumba decides that he's going to go meet with the Deputy Prime Minister uh, Antoine uh, Gazenga um, in Stanleyville um, and lead a campaign to regain power within uh, Congo. Um, so on November 27th, he leaves the capital in a convoy of nine cars um, with, uh, with Rebe uh, Mwamba, uh, Pierre uh, Moulet, um, his wife Pauline, and his youngest child. So in, instead, of, uh, instead of heading to the border uh, quickly, uh, where the soldiers loyal to Gazinga were waiting to receive him, uh, Lumumba delays the, the trip by touring different villages and making conversation with the locals. No, okay, alright, see, this is where you fucking up, bro. So, if you have people waiting for you, you need to go directly from point A to point B. You cannot be fucking off and taking roundabout trips and doing side quests. You need to get right the fuck where you need to be. On on December 1st, uh, Mobutu's troops uh, catch up with him, 
Um, and his party, uh, as they cross over the, the Senkuru River in Lodi. Um, so, uh, Lodi, while Mumba is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right across the bridge from Newark. That's where Glenn Danzig uh, was born. Is and from. Jerry only. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, Lumumba and his advisors made it to uh, the the far side of the river, um, but his wife and child were left to be captured by Mobutu's troops. Um, so, fearing for their safety, Lumumba heads back um, against the advice of, of Mwambe and, and Mulele, um, and and they both fear that they're never going to see him again, and they bid him farewell. Um, he's arrested by Mobutu's men, um, and he's moved to Port uh, Franque uh, the next day, um, and flown back to Leopoldville. Um, Mobutu then claims that Lumumba had tried to incite uh, the army to rebel um, and accuses him of other crimes. Okay. Um, so the the Secretary General uh, uh, Dag uh, Hammerskold, he makes an appeal to Kasavubu for Lumumba to be treated uh, according to due process. Um, and the Soviet Union denounces uh, Hammerskold um, and, and the Western powers is being responsible uh, for Lumumba's arrest, and they demand his release. Which, which is sort of what, what begins to happen as this is going on, is that the Soviet Union is, is sort of like increasingly like propping up uh, Lumumba, even though they didn't really do anything for him when he like actually needed their help. Mm-hmm. Like just, just sort of like claiming like, oh, oh yeah, he was our guy. Like we we're cool with him. Yeah, it's a shame what they're doing to him. You know, we tried to help. Unbelievable. It's just this is just what they do. The Western powers, you know, they just sorry, completely believable is what I meant to say. Um, so the UN Security Council uh, is called into session on December seventh, nineteen sixty, uh, to consider the Soviet Union's demands um, that the UN uh, seek the uh, Lumumba's immediate release, um, and then also to have Lumumba uh, restored as the head of the the Congolese government. Um, for the forces of, of Mobutu to be disarmed um, and the immediate evacuation of all Belgians from the Congo. Um, the Soviets also requested the immediate resignation of, of Hammerskold, um, the arrest of Mobutu and Tshombe, and the withdrawal of UN peacekeeping forces. Okay. Um, Hammerskold answers the Soviets' criticism of what they've been doing in the Congo um, and then says of them, um, with it says, of the UN forces uh, withdrawing the Congo, I fear everything will crumble. That's not a good sign. Um, so the the threats to the UN are also uh, intensified by announcement of the withdrawal of the contingents from Yugoslavia, the United Arab Republic, which is Syria and Egypt, um, uh, Ceylon, Indonesia, Morocco, and Guinea. Um, a pro-Lumumba uh, resolution was defeated on, on December 14, 1960, by a vote of 8-2. to two. Um, On the same day, uh, a, a Western revolution that would have given um, Hammerskold increased powers to deal with the Congo situation was vetoed by the Soviet Union. Because that's, that's one of the things that all members of the Security Council have, is that they can just veto um, sort of things that are brought to the UN uh, General Assembly, um, it's one of the reasons why, like, Israel gets out of, like, a lot of the, the sanctions that they would probably have. Like, they would probably have more sanctions on them than Iran, but the United States just continually just vetoes all of them. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, on December December 3rd, 1960, Lumumba is first sent to the, um, the Thisville military barracks camp 
um, Hardy, uh, which is about a hundred miles from Leopoldville. Um, he was he was a, a, accompanied by two political associates, um, uh, Maurice uh, Mupolo and and Joseph Okido, who had who are going to assist him in setting up a, a new government. Um, while they are um, while they're incarcerated, uh, they're fed poorly by the guards um, per Mobutu's orders. Um, and in Mobutu's last documented letter, um, he wrote to uh, Regishwar uh, Dale, the UN um, representative, right, the guy that they sent um, over to try to smooth shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. try try to do the lock in that failed. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, in a word, we are living amid absolutely impossible conditions. Moreover, they are against the law. Oh. Um, oh. So on on January thirteenth, nineteen sixty one, the discipline at Camp Hardy begins to collapse. Um, soldiers are refusing to work unless they're paid, um, and they received um, and, and they receive about eight thousand dollars from the the Katanga uh, cabinet um, um, in order to like placate these uh, demands for money. Um, so some of them uh, they supported Lumumba's release, while others thought he was dangerous. Um, um, and then uh, Kasavubu. That's a way you say this guy's smart. He's intelligent, um, yep. so we can't yep. let him out. The the foreign minister uh, Justin uh, Marie uh, Bomboko and the head of security services Victor uh, Nendaka Bika they they arrive at the camp to negotiate with the troops. Um, so conflict is avoided, um, but it put holding Lumumba at the camp in great risk because you know if the soldiers aren't going to like watch it or they might do something they, they don't want to keep him there um, so the last uh, Belgian minister of the colonies um, Harold Charles uh, de Esperamont Linden um, he orders that another one of these fucking guys with 35 names yeah and Polo and Okito um, be taken to the state of Katanga to be held there um so, uh, Lumumba is forcibly restrained on the flight to Leopoldville, um, January 17th, uh, that takes place on January 17th, 1961. Why? Um, so he can't, like, try to escape or commit suicide or... Um, so on arrival, he and associates are conducted, um, to the Broez house, uh, where they're brutally beaten and tortured by Katongan and Belgian officers. Um, while... While the president of Katanga, uh, Tashambe, and his cabinet decide what they're going to do with him. That sounds very familiar, Tashambe. Yep. He was, because remember, he was the leader of the Katangan Rebellion. Okay. Like, he was essentially the government of Tashambe, and then the Belgians, um, he, he decided to do, like, a coup, and, and just sort of, like, become independent with the, the Belgians backing him, and the mining companies. Okay. Um, so, later that day, uh, Lumumba is, um driven to an isolated spot uh, where according to reports uh, three firing squads have been assembled and commanded by um, a, a Belgian uh, mercenary officer named uh, Julian Gat. Um, a stop later... it. Fucking stop it, dog. <laughs> fucking stop. There's no it's, fucking way. <laughs> yeah, it was, he was Johnny Gat's uh, grandfather. <laughs> um, a Belgian a Belgian commission of inquiry found you fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> found that the execution was carried out by uh, Katangan authorities. Um, it reported that uh, President Tashambe and two other ministers were present, with four Belgian officers under the, the alleged command of Katangan authorities. Mm. According to the, the historian uh, Ludo de Witt, um, however, uh, the last stage of the operation was personally controlled by the Belgians. 
um, and led by the police commissioner uh, Franz uh, Verschier, uh, um, who was in operational command, and led Lumumba and the other two to their place of execution where Gad ordered the firing. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. So Lumumba, Mpolo, and Okito were lined up against a tree and shot one at a time. Mm. Um, the execution was thought to have taken place on January 17th, 1961, uh, from uh, 9.40 at night to uh, 9.43. Um, there, there's, the, the, the Belgian report isn't exactly accurate. Um, I, I don't think they had their watches synchronized. <laughs> That's fucked um, up. Jesus Some, Christ. Is that gallows humor? The, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Definitely. Christ. The, 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 bodies, the bodies were in turn thrown into a shallow grave, um, and allegedly the, the following morning, uh, the Katongan interior minister, uh, Godefroid uh, Munongo, uh, he wanted to make the bodies disappear, um, and therefore prevent the site from being uh, created. So he had the uh, a Belgian uh, gendarmerie officer, uh, Gerard uh, Suete, and his team dig up and dismember the corpses and dissolve them in sulfuric acid, uh, where the bones were ground and scattered. Oh, um, man, these guys so are following, fucked up, just, dude. I, Jesus. I, I just, uh, so following this, no one, no one at this time, too, knows Lumumba is dead. Um, so for about three weeks later... Um, there, there hasn't been a confirmation that Lumumba has been killed. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was just Ryan's toilet. It's backed up. This is... Hey, there's no way I can listen to this. With, it's copium. With That's what my that boy, was. <laughs> He's smoking some Patrice copium. Patrice O'Neill Lumumba. Bro. Steve, I see why you told me not to Google this. Yeah, I'm that, very sad right now. Yeah, that is fucked that, up on a level that... Oh, god it's damn. very bad. Um... The the Katongan uh, Secretary of State of Info or the Secretary of State of Information, uh, Lucas uh, Samolenge was one of the first Lucas with the lid off. Yeah, was one of the first <laughs> was one of the first individuals um, to reveal that Wamumba had had died on that time had died on January eighteenth, um, and according to uh, Ludo uh, Devitt, um, he had gone to a bar in uh, La Relais, um in Elizabethville. And he had told everyone that Lobamba had been murdered um, and that he had kicked his corpse. Um, he then drunkenly went around repeating the story until the police uh, took him away. Uh, so on January 18th, panicked by reports uh, that the burial of the three bodies had been observed, um, the execution team had uh, had dug up what, what remained of the remains um, and moved them for reburial in a place near the border um, with northern Rhodesia. Oh God! Why would you? Um, so essentially, the wilderness is is why they did it. They just put it close to the border, not not because it was you know Rhodesia, um, but because like the, they didn't want it like in their city. Or, well, no, because like, they're they're just like they don't want him to be a martyr. That's that's the reason why. Like they they just wanted to be like he disappeared. Like like don't ask about him. He's gone. Um, so the the commissioner uh, Gerard uh, Suete, who later claimed. He would later claim that, in several accounts, that he and his brother led the uh, original um, exhumation. Um, and, and another police commissioner, uh, Franz uh, Verschuret, also took part. Um, but I'm depressed happen- now. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> I'm fucking depressed about this, man. I'm, I'm sad, man. Why would you do that? That's, like, egregiously bad. Like, on, e- money, on, on power. February... 
influence uh, on Feb- strategic positioning on February- of your government. Interrupting Steve. Yeah. It's on- about drive. It's about power. <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> the Rock was not involved that we know of. <laughs> All right. I don't know, considering his personal politics. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Alleged, yeah allegedly. So, on, on February 10th, uh, the radio announced that Lumumba and uh, and two other prisoners had escaped, um, and then his uh, his wait is this after um, after death, he died? Yeah, so they're they're saying on February tenth that he escaped, and then on February thirteenth they they claim over the radio that uh, that he had been killed. Um, three weeks later, you said this is three weeks after they killed him. Because remember, God they killed damn. him in January, and then February they like. Oh no, Lumumba's escaped from prison, and then three days later, they claim that he was killed by, by enraged villagers Steve, where um, I'm while from, escaping from the, the farm. Where I'm from, we got a word for these guys. Scumbags. <laughs> Scumbags. Scumbagels. Uh. Um, so, after the death of Lumumba's announced, because remember, they don't want to, like, because they just, like, extrajudicially, like, executed this guy, and then, like, made it so no one could find his remains. Um, so, they... After his death is announced, after they try to claim, you know, that he was just killed by random people, um, protests break out in several European cities. Um, uh, in Belgrade, uh, protesters sack the Belgian embassy, um, and conf- um, and and in London, they they clash with the police um, after a crowd marches um, from Trafalgar uh, Square to the Belgian embassy, where a letter of protest was delivered, and the protesters would continue to fight with police. Um, in New York, a demonstration was held at the UN uh, sec- um, Security Council, which turned violent and spilled out over into the streets. Jesus Christ, dude. Um, so, over time, it, it, it's sort of like much later um, in the 20th century and the early 21st century, um, more investigations were done into the death of Lumumba. Um, mostly doing do the fact that Mobutu, as, as I'll talk about, like rules the country until the mid-90s. Uh, Damn. So in 1999, um, in an interview with Belgian television, uh, uh, Suete um, displayed a bullet and two teeth that he claimed he had saved from uh, Lumumba's body. Oh, what the fuck? Bro. Um, and in 2001, a Belgian uh, commission investigating Lumumba's assassination found that one, uh, Lumumba, uh, Belgium wanted Lumumba arrested, two, Belgium was not particularly concerned with uh, Lumumba's well-being, and three, although informed of the danger to Lumumba's life, uh, Belgium did not take any action to avert his death. Um, and this report from the Belgian government concluded that you know that they had not ordered Lumumba's assassination. Of course, they they confirmed. Yeah, well, we've investigated and, ourselves, and we've done nothing wrong. I got the, are we talking about the cops? Yes, basically they are. <laughs> well, the, they are the, are we talking about internal yeah. affairs right now? Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the, we the looked into review. it, and we've done nothing wrong ourselves, okay? The, the Civilian Review Council, who's like, well, you know, Jerry would never do that. You know, I golf with him, and Jerry's a good man, so... He's my next-door neighbor. He's a good guy. Um, he shot so, a 71 this weekend over at uh, goddamn Bay Hill. You know how hard that is? <laughs> um, to take take talent like that out of off the field? Um, take, he's going to take his talents down to Pebble Beach, okay? Jesus. Um, in February of 2002, the Belgian government would formally apologize to the people of the Congo um, and admitted to uh, moral responsibility and an irrefutable portion of the responsibility in the events that led to the death of Lubumba. It took 42 fucking years? Jesus Christ. Um, so so overall, like as discussed... <laughs> 
the the Belgian uh, the Belgian mercenary Julian Gat who carried it out and the police commissioners who who sort of organized it had like overall control of the execution site. Um, and also to the fact that the Katang the Katangan regime was heavily supported by um, Belgian mining concerns, uh, meaning that um, that in itself was not really like an independent state. Um, and uh, and also too in the early twenty first century, uh, the the writer I mentioned earlier, uh, Ludo de Vitt, um, he found written orders from the Belgian government that had requested uh, Lumumba's execution. Um, and documents on various arrangements such as death squads. Um, this was published in a book in 2001 um, um, on the assassination of Lumumba. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and also in that report by the Belgian Commission, um, it, it also discussed previous plots by the U.S. government and the Belgian government to kill Lumumba. Um, Jesus Christ! The the CIA and its and its very like wily coyote fashion had attempted to uh, poison Lumumba. Dwight <laughs> um, uh, D. Eisenhower had had authorized the assassination of Lumumba in 1960. Um, however, the uh, why the, I mean, the plot a, was abandoned. Well, because uh, he's yeah. black. It's his skin. No, color, I mean, I know, I know that, that. I know that's that's definitely a knock against him with the U.S. government. But I'm just saying. Like majorly, be- is it because he was working with the he's Russians? Bad for business. R- regardless he was of black. He's, regardless if he was working with the Russians, you know, it's just like in Iran. Like if he's going to nationalize industries and in these things, like that's going to make it hard for U.S. corporations. So this guy has to go. I got it. Um. So the plot to poison him involved a CIA chemist named Sidney Gottlieb, um, who had devised a, a poison resembling toothpaste. Um. So in in September, yeah, it's of called Nutella. Yeah, Wait, why me. does that name sound familiar? Did he do something else that we would know about? He, he probably did some other like like CIA like he, he probably was also involved in like Castro stuff. There's a lot of Gottliebs. Okay, yeah. uh, also but, that too. Okay, but he he brought the vial to uh, to the Congo with the plans to place it on Lumumba's toothbrush, um, but the. But the the plot was allegedly abandoned because the the CIA station chief there, Larry Devlin, um, had refused uh, had refused uh, permission for it to go through. Um, so in in a book written by uh, Madeline uh, G. Kalb um, called Congo Cables, um, she found that the record shows that communications um, by by Devlin, the CIA station chief, had urged the elimination of Lumumba. Um, and that the CIA station chief had also played a direct role in the search and capture of Lumumba um, and his transfer to Katanga, where he ultimately died. Oh. Um, uh, Devlin was involved in, in sort of like the arranging of the transfer to Katanga, and his CIA base chief in Elizabethville was also in direct uh, touch with the killers the night Lumumba was killed. Dude, this is this um, is like crazy, and you're saying, but just so I have everything together here, because you you're talking quite a bit. Uh, they they admit forty years later that they basically played a part in the assassination by looking the other way. Yeah, and even earlier, because John Stockwell, a CIA officer who was in the Congo at that time and later became a station chief there, he wrote in 1978 that a CIA agent had the body in the trunk of his car uh, with an order to get rid of it. Get Jesus the fuck Christ. away. Get out of here. Is, You're this, fucking is this Goodfellas, dog, or you, Casino? Are you like, fucking serious, fuck? dude? Um, and, and, 
And Stockwell also claims that Devlin... Dean Stockwell? Um, no, I'm just kidding. Jerry Stockwell? Uh, oh. <laughs> fucking Ziggy wouldn't move, so we had to kill a Moomba. He was in the ABC uh, TV uh, movie, The Death of Lumumba. Um, uh, wait, he, wait, no, that was the A-Team soundtrack, right? What was the but, what was the Quantum Leap soundtrack? How'd that go? Oh, whatever. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, wait, never no, mind. That's Star Wars. Star Wars. I can't. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it was it was very melodic, and it was very similar to uh, a Real American Hero, whatever it was. Yeah. But, real but just, American Hero. <laughs> but, but just I'm like... mute my mic while I listen to it real quick. You can keep going. Um, so Stockwell knew Devlin well, and he says that Devlin probably knew more than anyone about the murder. So in, in January of 1961, uh, John F. Kennedy is inaugurated as U.S. president, um, and this causes fear within Mobutu's faction and within the CIA that... that I just want to uh, say the, the Quantum Kennedy- Leap soundtrack slaps. My God. <laughs> Yeah, they used it, to they used hard. to make them back then. <laughs> oh um, man! So, and the CIA are afraid that that the Kennedy administration is going to favor Lumumba. Well, um, I mean, yeah. Like, so so while the while waiting the presidential inauguration, uh, Kennedy still believes that Lumumba. Uh, well, he he believes that Lumumba should be released from custody, and uh, but he does not believe that Lumumba should be allowed to return to power. Um, and and by the timetable too, uh, Lumumba was killed three days before Kennedy's inauguration. I thought you were going to say assassination. Um, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, because uh, Kennedy is inaugurated on on January twentieth, right? Um, and and like everyone else, Kennedy does not learn about Lumumba's uh, death until February thirteenth. Wow. Um, in 1975, the the Church Committee, which is sort of this this committee that takes place in in the House of Representatives in Congress to, to sort of go over the abuses of the Central Intelligence Agency um, up to that point and just sort of like rein in all like the stuff they had been doing with assassination plots and overthrowing governments, um, which like some people like, I know like tankies like to go on about how like everything that happens in international politics is caused by the CIA. Like anytime a, a two-bit general decides like they're going to overthrow their government. It's because, like, the CIA, like, personally trained the guy and told him to do it. Yeah. Like, um, what's a tanky, by the way? It, it It's essentially an old term that comes from uh, British Stalin political people, talk. Right? The and Stalin it's the, lovers, it's right? the people. It's the people who supported the, the like, the the destruction of, like, the Prague, uh, Prague Spring and the Hungarian Revolution. Like, send in the tanks, the tankies. Like, like have the Soviets send in the tanks and... And end this like counter revolution. Cool. I'm even more confused than I was before. So, so tankies are like hardcore, like Stalinists. Like they're like you can't go against like the communist you, line. You can stop there. Like I said, they were Stalin. They were Stalin lovers. Yeah, tankies. that makes yeah. way more sense. I got it. They're they're the ones who still kept on when like every other communist party in the world like collapsed in the '60s after the excesses of the Soviet Union. Right. Um. So the Church Committee found that uh, that Alan Dulles as CIA chief, had ordered uh, Lumumba's assassination a, quote-unquote, an urgent and prime objective. Uh-oh. Um, and, further, and it was also found in the classified CIA cables um, and that were mentioned in the Church Report um, and in the, the Cowell Report in 1982 uh, mentioned uh, two specific CIA plots to murder Lumumba, 
Uh, the poison plot and a shooting plot. Are these plots uh, the, like, red herrings that didn't work so that we can say that we weren't involved in the actual plot that did work? Well, well, that's the thing. It's not that, like, they're, they're doing that to disavow, like, oh, we didn't have any part in the actual killing. It's more that they wanted to kill Lumumba, but they were just bad about it. Like, they missed. Like, like they were trying really hard to kill him, and then they missed. <laughs> You go after the king, you best not miss. You best not miss. But also, with the CIA's track record of trying to assassinate people from what we I know, know of, it fucking sucks. I, th- I, like, I think that their track record being bad is an op. That's that's so? one of my opinions, yes. Hot take. But, like, when the when like the CIA station chief and the and the agents are, like, talking to, like, the, like, Gat and the other people who were involved in the, like, the actual, like, execution, it's less, like, them like telling them to pull the trigger it's more just like them talking with the other guys like yeah you got him good yeah yeah do a good uh. um, so the the committees found that while the cia had desperately tried to kill lumumba they were not actually involved in the in the like firing squad that killed lumumba huh well all right um so that they also found from CIA documents that uh, the other Congolese leaders had tried to kill Lumumba, which included um, uh, Mobutu and, and Kasavubu, and that they had received money and weapons directly from the CIA in order to carry out um, such hits. Um, and the and disclosure at that time showed that the U.S. government believed that Lumumba was a communist, and they feared that because um, and they feared that he would flip the Congo. Um, over to the Soviet Union, sending its resources to the Eastern Bloc. Wonderful. Like you do. Like one does. Um, in a two, in 2000, a, a declassified interview with Robert Johnson, who was the minute keeper of the U.S. National Security Council at the time that Lumumba's assassination they meet him was at carried their crossroads? out. <laughs> crossroads! Crossroads! <laughs> and we pray, and we pray. Every day, every day, every day. Every day. <laughs> I'm just my local All right, good. <laughs> Busy Bone um, is the greatest. Don't fucking even come at me with that shit. I love Busy Bone. Completely underrated. So good. Um, so they they reviewed uh, they they revealed that uh, Eisenhower had said um, had said quote unquote something uh, something to the effect that Lumumba should be eliminated to uh, to the CIA Whoa. chief uh, Alan Dulles. Whoa. Whoa, bro. He's up. <laughs> that's uh, um, that's crazy. In in twenty in twenty thirteen, the the State Department admitted that uh, Eisenhower had authorized the murder of Lumumba, but documents revealed in twenty seventeen that um, that any role in Lumumba's murder was only under the consideration by the CIA, uh, meaning that like the State Department was not directly involved in it. Um, uh, Alan Dulles had allocated $100,000 to accomplish the act, um, but the plan was not carried out. Um, the, uh, we, we also know from, from DeWitt that the British government also secretly wanted Lumumba to be gotten rid of because they believed that he would pose a, a risk to um, uh, British interests in the Congo, uh, such as the mining facilities in Katanga. Um, Howard Smith, who would become the head of MI5 in 1979, said, 
I could see only two possible solutions to the problem. The first is the simple one of ensuring Lumumba's removal from the scene by killing him. Uh, this should solve the problem. Wow. This is just like, all right, I think we're belaboring the point almost a little bit. I'm getting just annoyed. In, in April of 2013, um, a British parliamentarian, David uh, Leia, David, had David reported to the, to the London Review of Books that he had discussed Lumumba's death with the MI6 officer Daphne Park uh, shortly before she died in March of uh, 2010. Um, he said that Park had been posted in Leopoldville at the time of Lumumba's uh, assassination and was later a, a semi-official spokesperson for MI6 in the House of Lords. Um According to, according to uh, him, when he mentioned the the uproar surrounding uh, Lumumba's abduction and murder, and recalled the theory that MI6 might have had something to do with it, Park replied, "We did. I organized it." Jeez, Gee fucking Christ! Uh, the BBC later reported that uh, that from sources within Whitehall um, that that described that um, MI6 involvement in it was speculative. Um, That's so in, gross, dude. In September, in September 10th of, of 2020, a Belgian judge ruled that Lumumba's remains, uh, which consisted of just a single tooth and his body that had been dissolved in um, acid, or just a single tooth, must be returned to his family in the Democratic Republic of Congo. It, you um, know, what, is this, it's, oh, fuck, it's like I'm getting shades of Nat Turner in this. And, it's it so fun. What is it with people that say, hey, listen, we hate this guy so much. Like in Nat Turner's case, we hate this guy so much we're going to turn him into a fucking wallet in a lamp. Or in Mr. Lumumba's case, we hate this guy so fucking much the only thing that's going to be left physically is a fucking tooth. He got the uh, Breaking Bad treatment. I'm just um, saying, like, holy shit, what is wrong with people? In in May of 2021, uh, they, Belgian officials announced that they would return the remains the following month. Um, but the, the handover ceremony was delayed. Um, due to the COVID-19 pandemic and still has yet to happen. So you're saying uh, that COVID-19 is a CIA op. Yeah. yeah. Also, by the way, Nat Turner's relatives just recently got his skull back within the last, I want to say, last two years. So I don't foresee Mr. Lumumba's family getting any of his remains back anytime soon, like if there are out there. Because as we can see, there seems to be a concerted effort to not allow these people's remains to be put to rest, like with dignity, which is bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Um. So from the end of uh, sort of after the after the death of Lumumba, um, the the crisis, the the Congolese crisis, um, solidifies around uh, Mobutu Sese Seko, who becomes uh, ruler of what becomes Zaire in 1965. Um. Uh. Or. or of the Congo from 1965 to 1971, which then becomes Zaire in 1971 uh, until 1997. Uh, Mobutu himself serves as a brutal dictator. Um, he rules a, a single-party state that can only be described as a kleptocracy, um, much with the consent of the Western powers and allied with uh, apartheid uh, South Africa, among other right-wing and oppressive governments. Um, okay. Uh, Mobutu, at the end of his life, um, was um, was suffering from uh, cancer, and in 1997, after agreeing to share power uh, with other um, other sort of politicians, um, rebel forces led by uh, Laurent uh, Desiré Kabila um, overruns the country um, and forces Mobutu into exile. Good lord! 
Um, Mobutu himself uh, will die in exile soon afterwards. Good lord. Uh, Mobutu dies on September 7th, 1997 at the age of 66 in Rabat, uh, Morocco. That's crazy. And that is the saga of Patrice Lumumba. I fucking hate it. And also, I'm very glad that I didn't ruin it for myself. Yeah. Because as, as disgusted as I am with my fellow human beings on a different continent. I thought you were talking about me. Um, I was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. No, as disgusted as I am with my fellow human beings on the continent of Africa right now. Um, I just, I have no words. Man. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, like, you know, it's one of those things where I've never really Googled, pre-Googled. Like, I've never pre-Googled anyone. And I just, I wanted to know how to spell his name. And it just said it right there. And it was like a little summary. Oh. And I have oh. I have ADHD, so the dopamine was just flowing when I saw it. And I'm like, ah, shit, I read the whole thing. God damn it. Actually, you know what? I want to right now, actually, I just want to kind of, I want to Google him right now while you're, while you're sitting here. Uh, just to see kind of like what you saw. <laughs> what are you, it's almost like you're calling me out. <laughs> No, no, no! I just want to see what you saw when you Google. Uh, yeah. If you if you click, <laughs> yeah. If you click on it, like the first thing that you see is like, oh, the, just on wait, the right okay. in the Google about, it just says assassinated. Well, not only that, but like if you scroll down like six inches, yep. Britannica.com. How did Patrice Lumumba die? Let me explain something to you. If you are on the internet and you see how did this person die, let me let, let me just preface this before you even click that. It is not going to be good. <laughs> Because if you died peacefully in your bed, surrounded by family and loved ones, they're not going to write a fucking Britannica.com article about you. If I die of natural causes, I want it to be listed that I died of cheeseburgers. Like a the cute only cheeseburger people have articles. Yeah. <laughs> the only people who have articles written about their death are the people that died in a horrific fucking way. Yeah, or something weird, right? Anyway, well, I gotta get out of here. Erotic asphyxiation. I gotta go get some birria tacos and have a beer to support my man, Patrice. Have a two eleven. Yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> evening. Good night. Good night.